Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. We deserve better than this. I mean, I'm living in a disgusting place. I'm living with five other families, and we're about more than 20 people in this place stuck together. I mean, it's about one room in this place. This is Nadine Abdul-Latif. I've been keeping in touch with her since October 7th. She sends me voice notes when the internet is strong enough. And like so many Palestinians in Gaza, she and her family have been moving from place to place, seeking shelter away from Israeli forces. These days, she is in Rafah. We're, oh, the, the prices here are also so expensive. And the thought of sleeping in tents, me and my family have crossed it already. I mean, we slept in tents before. Like we my talked about last week, Rafa is filled with over a million Palestinians, many crammed into tents, like Nadine mentioned. This is Israel's next target in its war against Hamas. But there is nowhere further south to flee to. Most of what these Gazans left behind up north is completely bombed out, and the death toll in Rafa is already starting to rise. By late morning, almost 100 people had been reported dead, women and children, and this appears to be a direct result of this hostage rescue. Today, what a successful hostage extraction can tell us about just how deadly the ground offensive in Rafa could be. From CNN, this is Tug of War. I'm David Rhine. Nick Robertson is CNN's international diplomatic editor. He is in Tel Aviv. And Nick, can you tell me about this hostage rescue Israeli forces carried out earlier this week inside Rafah? Like, how did this play out? It was super fast, uh, a lightning covert raid. From what we've seen in the video, uh, two helicopters appear to have brought in special forces really close to the building. And the, and the IDF say that the art of this operation, the central part, was getting the special forces right to the door of the uh, second floor apartment where the two hostages were being held without anyone hearing them coming. And then literally blowing their way through the doors, throwing themselves, special forces throwing themselves on top of the two hostages to protect them. And then a gun battle in there with Hamas inside that room, inside the building, and then having to fight their way out but using aircraft, helicopters, and uh, fighter jets to create a distraction outside and, according to the IDF, stop other Hamas fighters getting into the getting into the building. And then under fire, extracting the hostages to a safe place, checking them, and getting them out. I think one of the incredible things um, about it, as the IDF tells it, that the special forces went into the room at 1.49 in the morning. By 1.50, they were leaving. So a minute in the room, Wow. that was close to 2 a.m. 
At 3.30 a.m. in the morning, barely an hour and a half later, the families were getting a phone call from the IDF telling them that their loved ones were now safe in a hospital outside Tel Aviv. That's incredibly quick. We were asleep, and then suddenly we heard the sound of missiles falling around us, Hisa says. We could hear the gunfire, the destruction. But the operation did have a huge impact on the Palestinian residents of Rafah. This apartment building was in the center of Rafah. And right as the IDF was extracting their troops, and they say they were laying down, essentially covering fire against Hamas, this is when reports started coming in from civilians and from the Red Cross inside uh, of Rafah that there were a huge number of casualties, women, children, being brought to local hospital, and the local hospital just couldn't cope. We were at home when the airstrikes began, this young girl says. I told my mother that I wanted to use the bathroom. Then suddenly, all the walls of the bathroom and all the water containers above us collapsed on me. And by late morning, almost 100 people had been reported dead, women and children. And this appears to be a direct result of this hostage rescue. Well, then, Nick, if the calculation here is about 100 people killed to free just two hostages, I realize the math isn't quite that simple, but that's kind of more or less what happened here. What kind of carnage should we be expecting then with a full ground operation? The IDF says that they're going to come up with a plan to avoid civilian casualties, but it's hard to see at the moment. If you look at the track record of the IDF through the whole of the Gaza campaign so far, almost four months on the ground inside Gaza, whatever mitigations they put in against civilian casualties, there are still high civilian casualties, easily over 100 people killed every day, two-thirds of them women and children, according to Palestinian health officials. We're under intense international scrutiny at the moment over Rafa and pressure from the United States to keep civilians there safe. But during this operation, um, many, many civilians, including women and children, were killed and injured. Every loss of life, uh, of a civilian life, is a tragedy. Unfortunately, the ruthless method of Hamas embeds himself with the population, even in the... I spoke with the IDF uh, spokesperson about this, uh, and he said this is because of what Hamas does, that they hide behind people, and that going forward, is this is what it takes to rescue hostages, this is what they'll do. In the same time, we are talking and coordinating with our allies, United States, and also with Egypt. We are now in advanced planning in our oper about our operation in Rafa. But this is an advanced planning, need to be authorized by the cabinet. There are conditions that need to be set in order to do that. Like they made the claim that uh, they have so far e either killed, captured or injured over 20,000 Hamas operatives. They say that this ratio, as they look at it, of killed Hamas operatives versus killed civilians is a very good statistic for military operating in this environment. We try to do everything in our means in order to minimize those casualties that are still there are still casualties because of Hamas' horrific philosophy. But every indication is 
that the civilian casualties will continue if there's an IDF military operation on the ground. Yeah, and, and any ratio, it probably doesn't matter to Palestinian people just trying to stay alive in Gaza. Yes. I'll have more with Nick in just a bit. This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number smart beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support, your Sleep Number setting. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All Sleep Number smart beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. We're back with Tug of War. I'm speaking with CNN's Nick Robertson. It's not lost on me that amidst all the suffering in Gaza, two families back in Israel were able to be reunited with their loved ones after this rescue. How are they talking about how these reunions went? On Monday morning, everyone in Israel woke up with this amazing sense that after all this waiting, after all the worry, after all the anxiety and concern, suddenly there was a, a bright light, a positive moment. And the IDF had done what had seemed impossible. They'd only been able to free one hostage, a young female soldier, back in the end of October last year. Right. This was proof for the IDF and for the people of Israel that the IDF could release hostages. It was um, a boon for Prime Minister Netanyahu that his view of continuing to fight Hamas was, was the right view. And, and for everyone in Israel, it was a sense of relief for the families. And the emotion on the faces of Luis and Fernando and their families when they were released was so intense and, and overwhelming here for, for so many people. I was so happy. We were up there crying and it was a very emotional moment. And how are they both? Um, and they, how they are now, they are a, a little thin, a different, little different. They lost color. some weight. They lost their, a little weight. They were in, um, the families told me that, uh, you know, both men looked pale, they'd lost weight, they were walking, which they thought was, was good and positive. They were clearly only at the very beginning of coming to terms with the ordeal that they've been through. One of them was remarking about, oh my gosh, you've, you've got cell phones. They hadn't seen a cell phone for 128 days. And what questions are they asking you? Uh, my uncle asked me about the bicycle he gave my daughter four months ago. Really? He's using it. Yes, he's amazingly sweet, my uncle. So uh, he's really alert, he's really thinking about uh, the family. Yes, they are okay now. And the yeah. son-in-law, he, he said, and, and he remembered it was my birthday today. So there was this real sense of elation. But it was very interesting because the son-in-law of Luis Ha 
told me that they, the families have this immense feeling that they are now in a better place, that their loved ones are home, but they want to see the other 134 hostages home. I must say to the world, to my government, to everybody who is involved in it, please strike a deal. Strikingly, he told me that it should be done through negotiations and not through fighting. Yeah, I was going to say, a rescue like this does not seem, you know, replicable on any grand scale. It doesn't. It doesn't seem sustainable or replicable. And the son-in-law of Luis told me there should be a deal. Why a deal and why not keep fighting? It might come in parallel sometimes, but personally, I don't believe that we can take out all the 134 hostages only by military actions. Um, at one stage or another, you need to strike uh, deals. It doesn't matter. But he said it doesn't matter if it's our pressure or their pressure that brings about a deal. They think that's the best way forward. And many of the other hostage families believe that as well. They want their loved ones home and they think it's time for a deal to do it. And as we speak, many of the major players are meeting now in Cairo. We'll see what comes of that. Always good to chat with you, Nick. Thank you. Tug of War is a production of CNN Audio. This episode was produced by Taylor Galgano, Paolo Ortiz, and me, David Rind. Our senior producer is Haley Thomas, Dan DeZula is our technical director, and Steve Lichtai is the executive producer of CNN Audio. We get support from Alex Manasseri, Robert Mathers, John Dionora, Lenny Steinhardt, Jameis Andres, Nicole Pesaru, and Lisa Namorau. Special thanks to Caroline Patterson, Joe Shelley, and Katie Hinman. We'll be back on Friday. Talk to you then. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.